Hi, everybody. Today, we are talking about self-judgment and shame. If you do something really big, how do you how do you get over it? How do you move on? So this is the You Don't Know Me podcast, and I'm Juliana J, your host, and let's get into it. So today, we're talking about self-judgment. Those are judgments that you make about yourself that uh, can lead to a lot of self-hatred. You know, um, if you're making these really harsh judgments about yourself, we talked in the other episode, self-hatred about things you can't change about yourself that you um, you judge and judge and judge until it becomes something that you hate about yourself. Um, and when I talk about self-hate, I'm not talking about this overarching, I hate everything about myself. I'm talking about these various little things that you have that you uh, that you dislike yourself for, or you, you've decided, you've made a judgment on, and you've decided that somehow that makes you less worthy, less, um, less uh, accepted, and those types of things. So we're talking about that. And we're also talking about the shame that goes along with uh, like say you've done something big or something you can't you can't change now for whatever reason or maybe you know at one point in your life you were kind of a different person and you did things that you now have serious regrets about how do you get over those things and how do you uh, move forward with your life uh, it's really hard I, I wonder if it's something that you sort of work on your whole life. You know, you try throughout life to, you know, kind of get over it, rectify it within yourself, figure out um, what's happening and how to let go of an event or a situation that happened. There's a few strategies that I've uh, learned about that I'll share with you. So first, you do have to find some space where you acknowledge to yourself that you were either a different person than, yes, what I did was wrong. I have regrets. I don't like that about myself. Um, I am not moving forward being that same person. And that opportunity allowed me to learn this for myself, which I might not have learned had it not occurred. So in a roundabout way, it was a gift if if you're using it to learn from and move on and be a better person, right? It was a, it was a lesson in life um, to kind of just acknowledge those things about yourself. And if it is something you can change, like maybe you did something horrible to someone and you have the capacity to reach out to them or have somebody else reach out on your behalf or you don't want to get people involved in any kind of situation that happened. But, you know, you can talk to the person and that might be all it'll take, like, say, a big disagreement within a group. And maybe one person says something that um, later they regret in anger, maybe they said it in anger or being defensive or something of that nature. And now they regret saying it, but they also feel like 
the other person should apologize as well because they said some things that were um, offensive or hurtful. So you're kind of stuck in this situation where neither person's talking to the other person because who is going to apologize first or, you know, and there's all kind of arguments around that. Like I apologize first last time or I do it every time or they're constantly doing this to me and I'm sick of it, blah, blah, blah. Those types of things, if you can open communication with that person, even if they're uh, very resistant to listening to you or hearing what you have to say, you might be able to at least air your grievance, talk about it, and and you may eventually say you're sorry or not, whatever happens in the situation. Um, but at least you try to get some kind of closure with the situation. And it might be that, oh, you're all good friends again, or maybe you're friends, but there are stronger boundaries now, or maybe you decide that you don't need to be in each other's life anymore for whatever reason, you know, and then you've had some closure with the situation. It's not just sitting out there, you know, and you don't have closure, so you can't form an opinion about it. The only opinion you can form about it is that you did something wrong, which is shameful and uh, creates a lot of internal dialogue that's very self-judgy. You know, like you're, God, you're so stupid that you said that to so-and-so. You know, what were you thinking? That's dumb. Why would you say that in a group? You know, that's so stupid. That person's never going to hear this thing because, you know, they, they're just not at that place in their lives. Why did I even say that? That was just such a jerk thing to say. I shouldn't have said it, you know, all this kind of judgmental dialogue, which you do have to have some of in order to decide for yourself. Uh, do I do I feel bad about this or do I not? Or was it someone else's fault? Or is this someone else's karma? Is this my karma? You know, however it is you're working through it for yourself. But, you know, ultimately you do have to have some dialogue with yourself where you can decide, uh, is it good? Is it bad? Is it somewhere in between? Is it a mistake? Do I need to do something about it? Can I do something about it? What would I do about it? And I know it's really scary to take that first step of maybe uh, reaching out to that person. It's really scary because they could just reject you, right? They could just say, no, I hate you. Don't ever talk to me again. Or they could have blocked you, you know? But maybe you still have some mutual friends. You could bounce it off a mutual friend. You know, I'm really sorry I did this. I don't know what to do about it. You know, do you think that person would be open to talking to me about it? And when you go to talk to the person, don't go in a def with a defensive posture or don't go with the intention of, and then I'm going to tell them what they did wrong here and here and here and here or whatever it is. If the intention of the conversation is to move past the thing you feel bad about, that is what you're going to talk about. And you are not going to start flying off the handle and bringing up all these other things and justifying all these other things. You're just going to continue to bring it back around to 
look, I wanted to meet with you because I need to tell you that that was not cool what I did. And I see it. I see it, you know, regardless of the situation, I see what I did and my role in it. And it was not cool or I'm sorry, or it was the wrong thing to do, or I shouldn't have done that or whatever you truly feel. You have to come with authenticity too. If you just are trying to get back in a group, but you don't really believe that you did anything wrong, then that's a problem because people can sense inauthentic behavior. You know, no matter how great of an actor that you are, you're putting off some energy that's different and people pick up on it and they don't trust you. So come with an authentic, I screwed up agenda and don't waver from it. If the person starts, you know, and then three years ago you did that, you might hear them out. Like maybe you've done it multiple times to this person and you really need to own up to every time you did something cruel or inappropriate or wrong or dumb or um, embarrassing or um, horrifying to the person. You know, you need to own that. If you had a string of those events, you need to own it, you know, and you need to really tell the person you hear them, you're owning it, you're sorry. If it's a mutual thing where you feel like, yeah, but that person also does this or whatever, this is not the time to get in an argument about that. For yourself, this is a time to go there and clear that energy and have some closure with that specific event. You know, if you are, uh, if it's really something big, you know, and you feel like you can't do this by yourself or it's a chronic thing that's been happening between you and that person, you know, you might consider therapy or some other alternative. Of course, this podcast is not a replacement for therapy. I'm not giving any therapeutic advice whatsoever at all. I'm just telling you strategies I have used that have been successful for me. And you can take them or leave them. It's your choice. But I'm not, I'm not a medical professional and I'm not um prescribing any kind of treatment or thing you should do. Really, you know in your heart what you should do. If you if you are open enough to look inside yourself, you know what needs to happen already. If you don't know what needs to happen, you might consider meditating on that. And you can just, you know, sit on the couch, sit somewhere comfortable, maybe even recline a little bit, uh, maybe put on some uh, music, some meditation type music, set a timer for like 10, 15 minutes, five minutes, whatever, whatever it is. And just sit with how do I feel about this situation that occurred? How do I feel about it? Where, what is my role? What do I own here? And what don't I, you know, Now, it might be a case where you feel like you don't own anything. Somebody just blew up at you. Uh, It was totally unfounded. You don't know where it came from. Something horrible happened. You know, somehow you feel abused or threatened or um, just not treated fairly and that type of thing. Like, um, 
there's a whole host of things that can happen within relationships, as you all well know, from um, deadly things to uh, manipulation or um, toxicity in relationships. Sometimes it can be like with an employer, maybe you're um, wrongfully fired or something like that in your mind. You know, this you don't have any ownership of it. It just happened out of the blue. You don't know what happened. You could, again, if you felt safe, reach out to people associated with the situation or um, the person who you had the situation with, if if you feel like that's possible, and um, talk to them about it. Now, this is very, very delicate. And you only want to do this if it's a safe space to to do that. You know, say somebody, one of your friends got really pissed at you because they thought you um, keyed their car or something and you didn't do that. You know, you didn't do that, but they are convinced you did it and they um, are upset with you or something like that, you know, then you could and you feel like the person is safe. You could try to reach out to them or even just send them an email or or a text or um, a DM or something and just say, you know, what, what you're thinking. Now, I don't necessarily subscribe to that because a lot of people can read things into that type of messaging because it's not face-to-face and you want to want to ideally have these types of conversations in person face to face or at least like the in a virtual call of some kind so that you can read more than just what's on the piece of paper or what's on the screen you know that was written to you so you know i don't recommend that but if it's possible to interact with somebody so that you can say you're sorry then by all means, you should do that. If it's safe, if it's if you're still having a relationship with them of some kind, you need to clear the air. And a lot of times that can just release the guilt and the shame and the judgment you had about it, you know, as long as you take away a lesson from it. You know, I learned something here. I learned I don't do that or I think before I speak or this person's very sensitive and that, um, was not very thoughtful of me or whatever the situation may be. You know, if you can't do that for whatever reason um, and you you don't feel like you can go talk to anybody else in the situation, you know, um, it could be that you need to go to therapy or talk it out with your friends or talk it out with your parents or a sibling or you know, whatever, whoever you feel can talk to you authentically about it and give you advice or just help you, you know, talk about it. Sometimes in talking about it, it just relieves that anxiety and judgment you put on yourself, you know, to just talk about it and talk about it until you've talked it out. If you don't have that, um, if you don't have that resource, you can talk it out to yourself. I do this a lot, actually, um, just to try and feel, how do I feel about something? Sometimes I feel like, 
you know, how do I feel about what I did, you know, yesterday or whatever? Um, Because I'm really working on not becoming very self-judgy, you know, which is something that, and judging others, you know, I got really into that for a while and I realized it was just completely toxic for me personally, you know, I was creating a toxic environment inside of my own mind, you know, by judging everything. And because I felt like everyone was always judging me. So I became very self-judgmental because I just felt like everyone was constantly doing that to me, you know, and some of that was, was, um, I was in a group of people that weren't necessarily my people, you know, they were, and so I was conforming, right? I was conforming into this, what I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to act like, what I'm supposed to like or not like. And, you know, I was so conforming that in conforming into the society, I became very self-judgy because I had to, I thought to myself, like, rethink everything I was doing because this is not my normal self. You know, I'm kind of playing a role right now. So did I, was, you know... Was that the right thing or the wrong thing? And I'm not quite sure, you know. So constant internal dialogue that was judgy. So, but I've realized that in just talking to yourself about it, and I talk out loud or journal. Sometimes I talk out loud looking at myself in the mirror, which is hard, which is hard. You have to look yourself in the eye and talk about it. But I guarantee you, if you do that, you will be shocked at how helpful it is, you know, how helpful it is. But if you can't look in a mirror for whatever reason, you can talk it out or write it out to yourself, you know. And so I just start as though I'm talking to a person, you know, like, let's see, like, say I um, said something to somebody that I now feel like maybe I shouldn't have said that, you know. I'll say like, wow, I didn't really mean to tell so-and-so that um, that those pants uh, weren't flattering on them. I should not have said that. That was really rude. They didn't even ask for my opinion, uh, but I was trying to be funny and it just came out wrong. And that was not really, that was so, I'm so horrified that I said that to the person when you know, they're just such a nice person. And why would I even do that? And they were being kind of funny and self-deprecating. And so I just wanted to go along and I did the wrong thing, but I should have said something uh, positive to them because they were in this self-deprecation joke cycle. And I know that's just them trying to point out that they feel like, you know, there's things wrong with them you know, which is, I should have done the opposite of what I did. And that was wrong. I shouldn't have done that, et cetera, et cetera. So when you play that out to yourself like that, you one kind of get to the root of how you're really feeling about it. Are you judging yourself about it? Are you not just thinking about things that happened and not ever physically talking it out or writing it down, physically writing it down? Uh, it's not the same. So I really suggest you do that. And you should do that before meeting with the person in person. If you can meet with them, if that's part of the what you're going to do, 
to let go of um, the self-judgment or the shame because it is like you're practicing for the conversation that you're actually going to have with the person. You're sort of hashing it out and realizing like as you're free flow talking, oh no, that's something I don't want to say, or I didn't even realize I felt that way, or um, it was the wrong, you know, that's the wrong way to phrase it. I should phrase it like this and, you know, that type of thing. So it's just really good to role play those conversations before you get into them, especially if you feel like the person is going to be defensive, come into the argument, come into the discussion in a place of defense because they will try to railroad the conversation into these different things. And you're just trying to say, I'm sorry for this. So if you role play that, you can keep kind of bringing it back, you know, like some phrases you can use to bring it back would be something like, I hear what you're saying about what happened then. And we need to have a discussion about that as well. But right now we're talking about this and I want to tell you how sorry I am or whatever the situation is, or, you know, they bring up something you didn't realize. I am so sorry. I did not realize that that had happened. I want to talk about that after we finish this discussion about this thing, you know, or if they just start going off about how something you said or did brought up all these old things for them because they were triggered by it, you know, you need to say, I was unaware. I did not know that was happening. I am sorry that that was a response that you were having. I did not know. Let's talk about that after we finish this conversation, because I really want to understand exactly how it affected you. Because you should. If someone says they're triggered by something you did or said, or it was extremely hurtful, you really should listen to them and hear them and acknowledge that you heard them because it will help you in the future when talking to that person or someone like them that there are certain things you might not have realized that might uh, trigger uncomfortable memories for them. So if you can't communicate with the person for whatever reason, you need to solve this inside yourself. You need to figure out how can I get over this situation? How can I forgive myself for the past? You know, and um, some gurus will say, like, what's done is done. You can't undo it, but you can forgive yourself for the past. You can meditate on it. You can send energy to the person who is either alive or not, that you're sorry. And you can do that in meditation. A lot of people do this. You do it until you feel like you have been heard. It might be every day for quite a while. You meditate for 10 minutes on, you know, I am so sorry I did not listen to you when you had this big problem. I am so sorry 
I did not listen to you. I am sorry. And say it out to the energy of the universe because, you know, we are all energy. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. That's a scientific law. And so we're all energy. We're all one in a way. We're not the solid thing that you see where energy that your eyes are perceiving as a solid entity. You know, your eyes don't even perceive color. They they perceive the waves of color and then they translate that into red or blue or whatever in your brain. But it doesn't come to them as blue. It comes to them as waves, right? So um, we're all kind of connected in a way. And if you can't talk to the person face-to-face, you can meditate on them. You can wish them well. You can say you're sorry. You can wish them well. You can tell them that you love them. You can tell them that uh, you have learned a lesson and this was valuable for you to move on and be a better person. You can have a conversation with them. Like I was saying, have a com- having a conversation with yourself. You can have a conversation with them as well. You know, and just keep doing it till you come to a place of, I think I've done everything I can. This is all I can do. I've done my best job. I'm going to let the rest go. Because you you have to move on from the situation. So you need to find something that works. It, it might be that you talk to a therapist or go to a group. You can get in a, another really great way to find healing is to get into a group of people who are experiencing the same thing you are and listen to their stories and tell them your story and create some camaraderie where you can find uh, forgiveness or a space of acceptance within the group. And sometimes the group will have great ideas for you as to how to get over something, you know, like um, sometimes people who come back from a war or combat and they have maybe taken a life or something like that, or they were doing things that they don't feel good about, um, finding a group to discuss that with of people who really understand that can be very, very healing. That's also, I've heard stories of people who uh, say accidentally killed a child in some way, shape or form. Maybe it was an accident with a car or maybe it was, um, you know, in combat or who knows what, but somehow something very tragic happened and they feel the responsibility of that tragic event. One way you can heal from that is to use that to help others in the same situation. You know, like you might use that what traumatic thing happened that you feel responsible for and turn that into some goodness, some help out in the world. Like, you know, Maybe something tragic happened and someone passed away. You can, but there's still other 
there's still other children out there that need food, housing, um, money, clothing, uh, a big brother, a big sister, a big friend, uh, you know, a confidant, something. You can do that for others so that you can counterbalance this thing that happened and use what happened to turn it into goodness. Use the tragedy and turn it into something good. You know, if you, you know, I'm just going to pick some things that are, you know, probably not what a lot of people are dealing with, but say you accidentally burn down someone's house. You could build houses with Habitat for Humanity or, you know, um, you stole from somebody. You can give back by uh, helping to get clean water in various parts of the world, by helping to provide food and shelter and housing to those who don't have it. There's so many organizations out there doing incredible, beautiful, good work. And if you are feeling like you did something really horrible, you can put that energy into doing something good. And you, you know, and acknowledge to yourself, I probably would have never worked with this organization had this tragic thing not happened. I would have never done that. And in doing that, whatever happened is, was not for nothing, right? It, it steered you in a direction that you would have never gone that is allowing you to do some really wonderful work. And while it will never, it will never be the same as if the incident didn't happen, you can find some peace if you're, you know, just truly, truly devastated by what happened, sorry about what happened. You can channel it into something else and find some peace with that and, um, you know, lessen that judgment you have on yourself or that shame that you feel. You know, some people even use those events to go on for, to do public speaking and workshops and things like that to help others who are in the same or experiencing something similar. That's another thing that you can do. There's just so much out there. Put that energy into something positive for someone else and it it will feel better. I guarantee you it will feel better. So, I mean, even things like, oh, I... 20 years ago, I used to throw all of my fast food containers just out the car window as I was driving. And I feel really bad about how I contributed to uh, the decline of the earth in general by not caring about it and doing things like that, you know. Well, go to a clean up the beach day, you know. Surf Rider Foundation has those all over everywhere. If not that, it can be you know, clean up your neighborhood day or clean up the park day or, you know, whatever it is, something like that. You can find it in your area and give back, give back. And then have that dialogue with yourself that like, you know, you're using this for good now. Somehow it has helped you be a better person. 
and maybe letting go of the guilt or shame about the situation will be possible. So those are some of the things, you know, of course, seek professional advice and counseling. That's also very, very helpful. I can't stress that enough. Uh, there's a lot of books out there on, on, you know, forgiving yourself. There's a lot of uh, gurus out there that work with forgiving yourself. There's a lot of resources. You're not alone. You can go out and find these things and apply them to your life. But don't don't spend more time just sitting there self-hating, self-judging, feeling incredible shame, and doing nothing about it. You can always do something about it. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you can do something about it. It can be very small. It can be very large. It can be small acts of kindness. You know, it can be listening to somebody talk about a situation that's been challenging for them. Anything. Turn that energy you've created around the situation into something positive and genuine. Don't do any of this just for more kudos or more like ego-driven high fives. Do it because you mean it and you want to get over this part of your life. Because if you do it for another intention, eventually that will become something you regret because you didn't do it with your heart. So those are some of my suggestions. I hope they work for you in self-judgment, shame, and self-hatred. I think it, it just really starts with turning those things into something positive and finding closure if you can. And just really genuinely sitting in a place of forgiveness, forgiveness for yourself, acknowledgement of what you did, and um, saying that you're sorry if you need to say you're sorry. It's not, it's not a battle of the wills. This is not going to like, nobody tells me what to do or whatever. This is not about that. This is about being a human being and owning your mistakes and being kind to people, especially those people you love. You know, why are you in a battle of the wills with somebody you love? If you love them and you want to have a relationship with them, you need to own when you do something that's hurtful to them and you need to come clean with it to them. It's, it's really, really important for positive, healthy relationships. Don't get in this, you know, you don't tell me what to do. Well, I, you don't run this relationship. Well, you're not, you know, you're not the leader, blah, blah, whatever it is. You know, I know more than you. Stop it. That's not serving you. How is that serving you? How is it? I would love to know how having that type of behavior is really serving your soul. How happy is it make you feeling? How happy are you feeling 
if you're always going around worry, you know, like you're not going to be the boss of me. You're not going to tell me what to do. You don't call the shots. That's not healthy. You need you you have to find a way to turn that around and understand and realize when you're being uncool, unkind, and just, you know, a jerk. Acknowledge it. Go to the person, even if it was like you're like, oh man, that was two years ago. We still hang out all the time. You know, I can't go back to that person and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It doesn't matter how long ago something happened. You can still say you are sorry. You can still say I was wrong. It doesn't matter. What matters is are you genuine? Are you saying it because you genuinely believe that? Or are you saying that because you don't want them to turn you in or you don't want them to ostracize you or you don't want them you want them to keep a secret or or you're just doing it so they'll shut up? You know, all this just ugliness does not need to happen in a relationship you want to have. Don't put that in the relationship you want to have, you know? And if you're really struggling with something, like I don't love myself, so that's why I'm always, you know, causing these fights everywhere in my relationships, you need to work on your shame, your self-judgment, your self-hatred, and start loving yourself again. And part of that journey is owning up to the things that you're judging yourself on or you're feeling shame about. Figuring it out, figure it out, deal with it, own up to it, be kind about it, realize that love is important and take those steps. So that's my advice for you on those things. It's a long journey. Don't expect to just like meditate one time and you're just full of love for yourself. It is a journey. You have to do it every day, all the time. Be present, be mindful, be in the moment, you know? Talk to yourself, talk to yourself in the mirror, meditate about it, see your therapist, do whatever you need to do to find some love for yourself. Because when you have love for yourself, you can spread it around to everybody else and the whole world is magical and cool. So I support you in this journey. You can do it. I know it's hard. Take the first steps. I hope it goes well. Tell me how it goes. Sometimes there's a step back before there's a step forward. So don't get discouraged if the first time it doesn't go so well or you're having a challenging time getting over something. You're human. It's okay. As long as your intention is true, then you're doing good work. All right. So I love you. I support you. Be kind. <laughs>